1: Hello, I'm Justine Willis-Thoms. Today I'm hosting Dr. Jacob Israel Lieberman. He's a vision scientist and the author of Luminous Life, How the Science of Light Unlocks the Art of Living. Jacob, welcome to the New Dimensions Cafe.
2: It's great to be here with you always.
1: Oh, thank you so much. It's great to have you. You talk about both the scientific and the spiritual aspects of light. So can you tell us, what is the difference between those two aspects of light?
2: There's probably no difference. It's just that the mystic speaks about life and reality and light using certain languaging, and the scientist speaks about the same subject using different languaging, and they think they're saying different things, but they're not. You know, the Bible says, God is light. God is omnipotent, omniscient, and omnipresent. Ask a scientist about the nature of light, and they'll say light behaves as if it is omnipotent, omniscient, and omnipresent. Light is in everything we do. Whether we say enlightenment, or delightment, or lighten up, or a light bulb just went off in my head, or health is a radiance beyond belief. There's so many ways that light is part of every aspect of our life. And so what the scientist sees through the microscope and the telescope, the mystics might see through direct experience, through meditation, through an epiphany, through uh, an insight on some level or another. You know, most of the things that we are discovering in science today, somebody spoke about these things thousands of years ago. But it takes years before the scientist sees it through the microscope or the telescope or in an experimental setting. The reason I'm mentioning this is when we think of science, we think of truth. But science is only theory. It's a very beautiful theory. It's an evolving theory. The truth of direct experience is unquestionable. When you have an epiphany about something, it can change your life instantaneously. There's no way to convince anyone about it or probably even describe it to anyone. But it's just absolutely clear.
1: And when you're with someone who's expressing that experience, it goes so far beyond, let's say, listening to a quote unquote expert, right. you know, and in giving information. But when we're sitting with someone and they're, they're speaking something from their authentic experience, it's like something wakes up inside us and
2: pays attention. Well, see, our authentic experience is so different than information. There's a difference between information and wisdom. Wisdom comes through us without an author. It comes through anonymously. People today use the word channeling. And, you know, they say, oh, I channel this entity or this entity. I've never had that experience. The way this guidance comes through me is it just shows up from where I do not know and it all shows up at once very often what happens for me before I'm asked to speak I'll be taking a shower the day before and all of a sudden I see the entire presentation from beginning to end I mean I see it in an instant I see the entire thing it's sort of like I had a I guess what you'd call a near-death experience, in 1978, I choked on something in a restaurant, and two physicians brought me back. But for that period of time where I was out, I saw my entire life go before my eyes in amazing detail, but I was only out for a minute. And I not only saw all the experiences of my life, I saw the impact that each of them had other parties. Now, I don't know how to explain that, but coming back to what I said before, when I get this glimpse of clarity, this guidance of what I'm supposed to share, for instance, it comes as an unfiltered, pure package. It comes complete. And when it becomes evident to me, it's so powerful because I could swear that I see it from beginning to end and every detail in between. And it's almost as though it imprinted me. Something has sent a message of what I am supposed to deliver. I'm not the source of the information. I'm just a mailman. I'm just delivering the mail. But it comes and it's so powerful the way that it comes and so I've never had an experience of feeling like I'm hearing a voice in my head talking to me or something that describes themselves as an entity. I don't know anything about that. The experience I have is what I just shared with you, and it happens all the time. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's going on throughout the day, and it's very, very beautiful because my life can finally go... I don't have to be on top of everything. I don't have to make anything happen. I don't have to do any of this stuff.
1: What a relief. (laughs) It's an amazing
2: relief. You see, one of the expressions you hear today is, oh, you create your own reality, make the right choices, and so on. Well, in the Bible, they say, thy will be done. And in the New Age, they say, my will be done. It's actually both. It's not one or the other, it's both. The guidance or the intelligence of life, that which guides all living things, sends guidance. We receive the guidance as inspiration. It fills us up, just like that download I just mentioned. And it moves me because it's like, wow, it's exciting. That inspiration animation, when the mind or the brain becomes aware of it, that inspiration is transmuted into implementation. So, as I always say, God has the first serve. We receive it, and then we become aware of it, and the action it takes us to, or the implementation, is what we do to fulfill our purpose for being here.
1: So it's a kind of collaboration.
2: It's a beautiful dance of collaboration. And it's so humbling because you realize it's not me that's creating things. It's me that becomes aware of what this miracle called life has placed in my lap at no charge and has basically given me the directive to move forward and to finish this book, to come and meet you today, to have this conversation, whatever it is. And that's going on in life all the time. It's not a once in a blue moon thing. It's going on all the time. As you get tuned to it, you see it more and more and more. I'll give you an example. In 2004 or five, there was a huge tsunami in Asia. And three days before the waves hit, all the animals started running for the highest mountains, screaming as if they were trying to convey a message. No one listened. 150,000 people perished. Hardly any wild animals died. Domesticated animals died because they were caged. What's the sixth sense that they have that we're not aware of? What we know scientifically is We have the same sense as those animals. The only thing is, we're listening to something else all the time, which is like a false me. And we are guided by its ideas, rather than the guidance from the universe.
1: You you use a quote from the Talmud. Sure. I think it's appropriate
2: here. Yeah, we do not see things as they are. We see them as we are.
1: So we see them from our limited beliefs, our tunnel vision that we're living from. And you're saying that we can live from a much broader spectrum.
2: Without question. And I know it because it's my own direct experience. I can't tell you, oh, if you do this, this, and this, you'll get there. Probably occurs through some level of grace that I don't really understand. But having had both of those experiences, I can tell you they both exist. Because there was a time I lived life through my mind. And now something is living me. And it takes me to places I could never imagine.
1: So I just want to end our conversation with the thought or the idea that you have talked about, about light. Light as a nurturant. Right. Light as something we actually ingest. Yeah. We think of food like that, but to think of light in that way, it was a new
2: concept. Well, let's begin from the food and then we'll go to the light. Okay. Food is frozen light. A plant is just materialized light. The vitamins or minerals or nutritional content of any food is directly related to the aliveness of its light content. So you take fresh food that's just been taken, that's much more nutritious than something that's been sitting for a week or something that's been frozen or preserved in some way. If you eat an animal, that animal has been eating the light that's called a plant its entire life. You're still getting the light, but you're getting it one step removed. Now let's talk about the light directly. Most people and that includes most physicians and most scientists, believe that the energy that our cells create, which we call ATP, is the result of the food that we take in. We eat the food, and it basically is transformed into energy. Well, only one-third of the energy production of our cells, in other words, only one-third of the energy that all of our cells produces comes from the food we consume. Two-thirds comes from the light we ingest. So we're like a solar panel. We are photovoltaic. We are taking in the light and it nourishes everything in our body. Every function of the body is light dependent. People that have been working inside of a building, you stand outside the front door at lunchtime and just record the sounds as they walk from the Artificial lighting outdoors into the light. And the moment they get outside, you hear, "Ah." Why? There's a sigh of relief. Give you an idea. Being out in the sun reduces cholesterol, blood pressure, blood sugar. It increases your mood state and so on. People who like to exercise, they go to a gym. If you do the same exercise out in the sun as you do indoors... You burn twice as many calories in the same period of time. So there's a huge amount of science. Nothing can live without light.
1: Oh, all right. Oh, thank you. <laughs> that was a wonderful... Sound us, bite treat, from heaven. Sound, sound bite from heaven, from the solar heaven. And I want to thank you so much, Jacob, for being part of the New Dimensions Cafe today.
2: Thank you so much.
1: I've been speaking with Dr. Jacob Lieberman and he is a vision scientist and the author of Luminous Life, How the Science of Light Unlocks the Art of Living. And if you want to know more about his work, you can go to his website, Jacob Lieberman, L I B E R M A N, Jacob dot org, or you can get there through the New Dimensions website NewDimensions.org. Thank you so much for joining us on the New Dimensions Cafe. I'm Justine Willis-Toms, and I invite you to please join us again.
0: You've been listening to the New Dimensions Cafe. This series of shorter interviews features many of the remarkable guests also featured on our internationally syndicated one-hour New Dimensions radio series. To access more than a thousand hours of programs, to subscribe to our newsletters, or to become a member, please visit us at newdimensions.org. New Dimensions Radio has been making a difference on our planet since 1973.